Welcome to the Faith Crisis Coach Podcast. This show is my love letter to all of the people going through a faith crisis and transition that feel alone and like your world is falling apart. I've been there. As an all-in, eighth-generation Latter-day Saint, a faith crisis was the last thing I expected or wanted. But now, my life, my mental health, my relationships, my self-image, all of that is so much better because of how I leveraged my faith crisis. I'm your host, Josie Johnson, certified trauma-informed life coach and happy faith crisis graduate. If you want to grow through this experience, not just go through it, listen in. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we are talking about three tips for people experiencing a faith transition right now. So if you're in the faith transition stage, you've already been through the faith crisis. Um, You may or may not have actually considered it a crisis, but you're currently navigating the life changes that come with the faith transition stage. Um, Maybe you're deciding whether you should stay or leave the church. Um, If you have decided, maybe you're thinking about what other people are thinking about that decision. Maybe you're wanting other people to come with you and do what you did. So this is the faith transition stage, and I'm going to give you three tips. Number one, set your pace and let other people set theirs. So I used to run marathons, and at marathons, at the beginning of the race, there's this huge crowd of people. It's just like a huge swarm of people. And there are these lovely humans that are holding up giant signs with numbers on them. They say four hours. They say 345. They say 330. These are the times in which people want to finish the race. So if your goal is to finish in four hours, then you join up with the lady holding the four hour sign and you run in their vicinity for the whole race and they keep the pace for you and you finish in four hours. So you you don't have to be constantly like checking your clock or setting your own pace. You're just following this other person's pace. So when it comes to faith transition, we might be looking to other people to join up with to set the pace for us. Or we might be wanting other people to join up with us and join up with our pace. So both make sense and are fine. It can just be painful when we make ourselves wrong for the pace we're going, or it can be frustrating when other people aren't going at our pace. (laughs) Um, Maybe you have a family member or a spouse that is taking the experimentation part of the faith journey faster than you. They want to start drinking coffee or take off their garments or something else, and you're not comfortable with that yet, but they want to do it. That can be some dissonance. Maybe you're the one who's taking the exploration and research part faster. Maybe you're researching lots of non-church materials. Um, You're getting into church history, or you're concerned about social issues, and you're doing a lot of research on those types of things, and people around you aren't doing that. Maybe one of you wants to communicate more than the other. You want to talk about all of your past experiences with the church and discuss your new belief system and they're not ready. This can all be tricky to navigate. And the first step with this is in the instances where it makes sense, I encourage you to set your own pace, let them set theirs and validate your own decisions, new beliefs and new behaviors. Have your back even if other people don't. And then if you want, we can do more coaching around what it's like to let other people set theirs and your concerns on how you're too, if it's like a marriage or a close relationship, how your two paces impact 
each other. Okay, tip number two is to have fun getting to know yourself. This is one of just the best parts (laughs) of a transition. As people identity shift, we get to reintroduce ourselves to ourselves. Your most important relationship is your relationship with you. So you get to get to know yourself, date yourself, fall in love with yourself. You're different than you used to be after a faith crisis. And when you're in faith transition, you get to figure out who that person is. So do it intentionally. Enjoy the process. It's so fun. So you can ask yourself, get to know you questions like, what do I like to wear? Do I want to try coffee? If I did, do I like coffee? What drinks? Same with alcohol. Do I want to try it? If I did, did I like it? What drinks? Um, What do I want to do on the weekend? Do I want to keep attending church? Why or why not? Who do I want to be in the world? What do I believe about what happens when we die? What do I want to do spiritually? Do I want a spiritual practice of any kind? What do I like spiritually that I want to keep? What is an absolutely not? (laughs) Maybe what are my values? What kinds of relationships do I want to create with who? What do I want my legacy to be? Right. So these are quite a few questions you can start with. And you can just use asking and answering these questions as a great way to get to know yourself. And in, and I would encourage you to enjoy the trial and error process of figuring out who you are and what you like. So fun. Okay, tip number three is create a community and support system for yourself. When we're in faith transition, we have to be very intentional about our support systems um, and our communities. So you may decide to stay involved in the LDS community or whatever church community you're coming from. You may also want to add circles to your support system, a work circle, a mom circle, a post-religious circle, an athletic circle, a quilters or gamers or cooking or book club circle, whatever it is, start intentionally putting yourself out there and meeting like-minded people. You may already have these circles established and that's great, especially if you're more introverted though and really dependent on the church circle, getting creative and bringing new people in is going to be very important. So start with a hobby. So pick one of your hobbies and find people who are into that too. Again, this can be fun. It might feel awkward, just like you're learning to ride a bike or a new language if you're used to really depending on the church circle for your social social needs. But it can also be really liberating and fun to realize that you can create that for yourself wherever you go. Even if it feels weird now, you're going to reap the benefits as you make this investment. So be willing to feel awkward. Be willing to feel weird. Um, Reach out to people at work or at the gym or um, at some like of the hobbies clubs. Join some Facebook groups. Just start reaching out to people. Just like you did in elementary school, ask people to be your friend (laughs) and create the community for yourself. Also create a support system of like a life coach, a therapist, body healers, that sort of support system as well. Maybe people you can practice spiritually with if you want to. So create both like the friendship circles and the circles that are more like professional in meeting your needs. Okay, my friends. So those are the three tips I have for you today. Um, There's going to be many more throughout this podcast, but these are the three I want you to start with. So set your pace and let other people set theirs. Have fun getting to know yourself and create a community and a support system for yourself. Okay, I will talk to you next time.
Hey, thanks for hanging out with me today. I'd love to stay in touch over on Instagram. So follow me at coach Josie Johnson and shoot me a DM when you do. It's not weird. I promise. I'd love to hear if there's a topic you want a podcast episode on. That way I can make sure I'm helping you with whatever is top of mind right now. And if you liked this episode, don't forget to subscribe on whatever app you're using so that the podcast is easy to find in the future. Okay, bye for now. Bye.